0: Hello, and welcome to mysisterskeeper.blog, the podcast. My name is Marcia Cato, and I'm so excited for you to join us today. I believe sisterhood is so much more than biological. It is a choice, an intentional decision to involve yourself in the life of another, and in turn, invite others to engage in your life. As a single mom, the vital role my sisters play in my life has never been clearer to me. Join my sisters as we explore motherhood with all its joys and challenges, co-parenting, mental and emotional health and wellness, and this beautiful thing called community. My aim here is simple, to engage a community of sisters, to share real-life experiences and the lessons we've gleaned from them. Come with us as we journey to discover deeper connections as sisters, as human beings, to repossess the embodiment. This is MySistersKeeper.blog. Great day, my sisters. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of my MySistersKeeper.blog, the podcast. I'm so excited for you to join us here today. I know that you could choose to spend your time anywhere, that you would choose to spend your time here it means so much to me. I'm just so glad that you're here so let's get into it. Well, here we go again. First of all, another episode catching up. Oh man, where was the podcast last week, Marcia? I'm I'm so sorry, you guys. I'm so go- sorry, my sisters. First, I'm MIA with COVID for two weeks, then back for a semi regular schedule, only to have a super late post two weeks ago, and then to be totally MIA. MIA again last week. Oh my goodness, I am so sorry. I have to say, I feel kind of like a fraud when I manage to show up for things consistently for weeks and then months on end at the appointed time. But this getting back on track on this train of consistency is so hard. After having that two weeks MIA, those two weeks out when I had COVID, when Cameron had COVID, my little one, and then just trying to get back into the habit. Oh my goodness. I am so sorry though, my sisters, that I, I, I failed to live up to the charge. I failed to show up and to be seen, to be heard, to be consistent. And I am so sorry that I was unable to do that. You know, um, my mind is like the world didn't end when I didn't post last time, perhaps. And it's so easy for me to, want to resist the habit to get back into consistency. Okay, so it's true, the world did not end. The world kept on revolving, even though I missed podcast episodes. But we made a commitment, I made a commitment to you, my listeners, to be here. And I don't want to develop the habit of letting you all down. I don't want to de- to develop the habit of you thinking that I may or may not show up. So here I am saying that I am so very sorry that I was MIA again last week, and I ask that you bear with me as I work on getting this ship in working order once again. Can you do that with me? I hope so. I pray so. Truly, I do. Truly, I do. Well, last week, what ended up happening? Last week's episode, it ended up being sacrificed, ultimately. I went on a weekend trip to help my big sister unpack in her new house that I am so ridiculously happy for her to have purchased last month. It's so exciting. I just, I'm so happy for you. I cannot, I'm so happy for her. I, I really cannot even begin to describe it. And well, I had this great plan that I would record my episode for the week before I left town. That's what was supposed to happen. It was a plan. Well... That did not happen, like at all. <laughs> I, I didn't even get into my writing and brainstorming sessions that much, just maybe a paragraph or two, not much. I don't even think I made it like half a page in my notes. I was exhausted. I was overwhelmed. And well, I was working with a completely different evening schedule for those last couple of weeks without a plan which meant that I wasn't working in the evenings as I needed to. I was just getting the household things taken care of, which are important, don't get me wrong. But I had no additional energy then to sit down and write and brainstorm for our time together here. How exactly did this happen, Marcia? How did this happen? Okay, confession time. Are we ready? Confession time. Marsha Cato, I, Marsha Cato, am not a great routine maker. I'm not a great scheduler. These things are not innate for me by any stretch of the imagination. I am not the person with the model morning and evening routine, not even a little bit. Well, outside of my morning U version devotional time to maintain my streak, <laughs> I really need to figure out how I can add streaks to more of my daily life responsibilities, like the quick pat on the back praise boost, that's amazing for motivation, for me anyway. Excuse me, but I digress. <laughs> After undergrad, I think I put my schedule and calendar planning ways down, put them aside once I would graduated. If I, if I only needed to be at work between, say, 7 and 4 or 7.30 and 4.30, somewhere in that window, the rest of the day I can do with as I want it that was definitely how I existed in my 20s. Absolutely. Nothing wildly reckless, but no real plan. And I think that habit followed me for years. And then I had my little one and life demanded that I make some very real plans for the day-to-day life or else. Well, Today, the creator has not so subtly nudged me to share what he's been working on with me in the last week, and it is, drumroll please, healthy habit formation. That sounds like completely stimulating and exciting, right? <laughs> this is not the direction I thought that this episode would be taking, but here we are sharing our authentic selves and striving to learn from and with each other, right? That's what we're going to do here. It feels kind of embarrassing to say, but I recognize that left to my own devices, I have a very real fly by the seat of my pants kind of tendency. Like Those are my natural inclinations just to go it all, go hard, but not have a real concrete plan. These things can be fun and it has its place, right? For example, with finding my authentic voice and finding the place to speak from when podcasting. This has been great for me, understanding how to speak authentically and not to sound robotic or um, cold and distance, but to sound like a real person, to be a a real, to be the real Marsha, excuse me. But in parenting, that freewheeling spirit is nothing more than a recipe for disaster. So I try very hard not to live completely wild and free with my little boy. But well, Marcia, me, Marcia lives with my son, not the woman I hope to be when I'm writing or podcasting. And well, Marcia is messy, yet asks her son to clean up his toys. I could feel him side-eyeing my mess in the corner of the room as I asked him to put his things away this afternoon. It's like I could hear his thoughts, y'all. I did feel convicted, and I also started working on cleaning up my mess. Uh, Unfortunately, my mess needs a new organization system, and there are items that need to be donated and items that need to be tossed and thrown away, while his mess had a nice, neat little home to go back to. That doesn't really sound any better, though, does it? Probably not. My point is that my need for greater organization, better time management and punctuality, greater consistency and better prioritization of the commitments that I have, these are all have a direct impact on my parenting of my little one and I desperately need to get my house in order so that I can model good habits for my little one and set him up for success, as the people would say. (laughs) My mother would always say that more is caught than is taught, and I'm conscious of the insipid ways that my habits contradict what I'm teaching my son. If I'm honest, half of our morning battles... Getting out of the house, getting him to put on his clothes, brush his teeth, sit down, eat his breakfast. Half of those battles probably have more to do with him knowing and believing that there's way more time before I ha- he has to do X, Y, or Z, because mommy hasn't started counting down as yet, or mommy hasn't put me in timeout yet, or mommy hasn't reached critical mass and exploded yet. <sighs> I'm working on the time management side of things, guys. I really am, as well as the organization. Honest, I am. We have a new digital clock, as well as an analog clock that I have up for him to help him keep up with his time. I'll help me keep up with my time. He's been learning time reading and clock reading in before and after school care recently. So I'm trying to utilize these new skills while they're fresh and exciting to him, right? Still, I haven't moved the marker board over his desk as yet. I know, I know, I know, I know. I said I was going to do that like two weeks ago. I promise it's at the top of the home to-do list this week, though. I just added it to my digital calendar, so I'll get a reminder and everything. I promise, I promise. Well, this needs list of mine is nothing new, and I can pretty much rattle it off without giving it too much thought about what areas of my life I need to work on. And the creator has been working with me for some time to address these areas, Uh, be it in counseling sessions with Keisha when we were still having our times together. Uh, She had this little series of life skills that I needed to be able to teach my little one. And, well, many of those life skills I also needed to firm up for myself (laughs) in conversations with like my vice president at work uh, as I was. Let's be honest, getting called to the carpet about my lack of punctuality not long after having my son. He was telling me that, you know, my son would never learn punctuality and time management if I was never to master it myself. And, you know, having a little one destroyed me on my time attendance. Oh, my goodness. Like I had the hardest time for the longest time getting to work on time and it's still something that I struggle with but it's nowhere near as debilitating as it was when I'd first gotten back from postpartum and then there have been the ongoing conversations and interventions with my sister Latwana the life guru organizational wizard you haven't met her as yet but don't worry she's coming on as soon as our schedules can align (laughs) You see, Latuana, she was my saving grace with setting up schedules and routines for getting out of the house with my little person. Once he was four or so and was a decided, I think for myself, individual and not just uh, put him in the car seat, carry him to the car. Mm. The concept of positive rewards <laughs> is so foreign to my Jamaican raised brain. If you understand, you understand. Let's just say, not getting in trouble was always motivation enough for me as a child. And my little one, he is not similarly motivated at all. Oh my goodness, it's a whole new world. (laughs) But last week, the creator really directed me back to some practical tools that it started utilizing but put down before I could figure out how to make them a part of my routine. There's a devotional series in the YouVersion Bible app called Habits and it is wonderful. I've enjoyed it so much. I think I've done it probably twice through before this last time through in the last week. And then there's a, the devotional series itself is only 6 days long, not long at all, but it's based on a three-part sermon series by Pastor Craig Groeschel, the lead pastor of Life Church. That he did back in 2019. Well, Life Church is the church and ministry behind the YouVersion Bible app, if you didn't know. Fun fact. <laughs> in the series, though, in the Habit series, Pastor Craig shares his keys to success, if you will, and also references some of the key books that he's read about habits and how he's utilized these tools, the tools from these books, um, in his life and how it's enabled him to build better habits and uh, thereby step-by-step, habit-by-habit, year-by-year has enabled him to build the life that he wants to live. I'll be honest, the no-plan Marsha rolls her eye at all this stuff. Like, she's so not impressed. But the parent Marsha, mom Marsha, hears gold and is anxious, (sighs) even desperate for some good habit-forming strategies and some bad habit-breaking strategies. What I love most about the message in the sermon series is that it points you to the creator from the very beginning. The devotional series as well, truly. Um, Pastor Craig posits that a healthy identity in God is a better way to make and break habits. It's it's a better way to make good habits and a better way to break bad habits. That instead of making goals based on what we want to do, we should instead make it based on who our God is and who we want to be. That by God's strength, I'll be able to better manage my time, for example, because God has enabled me to do this as his daughter that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made and there is nothing that I cannot do by his power, by his strength, right? That's truly a paraphrase completely and probably not a great one at that. But I encourage you to check out the devotional series on the YouVersion app and the sermon series on Life Church's website or on their YouTube page. I'll definitely have links to the devotional and the sermon series in the show notes, Story. Pastor Craig's advice Though, is to start small, to choose one habit to work on each year. And if you look, the sermon series starts out in January of 2019. So this is like a New Year's resolution kind of sermon series. And his point is that um, over time, year by year, you can add so many habits to your life over the course of the years that you can go. 15, 20, 25 years down the road and you've got this uh, catalog of new good habits that you've added to your tune, be it waking up early, working out in the morning, uh, making sure that you're having like a concentrated devotional time with the creator or that you're praying with your spouse or that you're having devotional time with your children, whatever it may be choosing one habit per year to work on. Again, no plan, Marsha. Not impressed, okay? But mom Marsha listens to his description of the disciplines that he's lived for 20 plus years that have enabled him to lead a massively successful ministry for years and to raise a family of, I think, six children and maintain a happy marriage for I don't even know how many years. And I think that... And this man, this man, he may be onto to something. What I've got going on currently isn't working any miracles in my day-to-day life. So why not give this a shot? Let's see what we can learn, right? So for the last week, I've been working through the devotional. I've been journaling about each day's reading and really taking the time to ask myself the questions that are posed there, not just putting in my 15 minutes and running to the next thing on my to-do list really taking the time to ask myself these questions, which means that I'm going slowly and sometimes doubling back to make sure that I've been honest in my answers, Um, that I'm actually looking at myself and not the woman that I want to be in these answers, that I'm looking at Marsha, who I am, not just who I want to be. Major revelation so far. (laughs) Just a reminder that self-work is work and the temptation to just sleep in later to hit the snooze button is real. The temptation to just zone out at the end of the day and watch Netflix instead of doing work and journaling, again, is very real. But if I want different results, I have to put in different effort, right? Right. There's a statement that Pastor Craig makes in the sermon series, and it goes like this. Successful people do consistently what other people do occasionally. I'm going to say it again because I just, I love, I love the simplicity and the beauty of it. Successful people do consistently what other people do occasionally. Now, I don't know about you. Maybe you consider yourself wildly successful. But me, Marsha (laughs) Kato, I don't know that I consider myself successful per se. Um, I might consider myself successful in completing a task for the day or in (laughs) not doing something that I'm trying to do that day. Say I'm on a sugar fast or something along those lines or I'm trying to not snack that day. But in general, I don't know that I've, looked at myself as an adult and looked at my life and been like, oh, I'm a successful person. But maybe there's somebody who looks at me and thinks that, I don't know, maybe. The point is that if I want to be able to look at my life and say that I'm successful, I need to do some things differently. And that means that I need to learn to do the right things, these good habits. I need to be able to do them consistently, not just sometimes. There are three books that Pastor Greg references in his sermon series. Uh, There is Atomic Habits by James Clear, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg, and The Compound Effect by James Hardy. And he says freely that these books have influenced his thinking on habits and that in the sermon series, you'll hear some of those influences, that you may hear something referenced in the books. Sadly, I have to admit that I've owned one of these books for a couple of years. I've owned the compact, the compound effect for a couple of years now, and I really don't think I've gotten beyond the cover page, which is, again, me and my physical book aversion, the issues that I've had for the last few years. We just are not great friends in me getting through reading physical books for some reason. <laughs> Uh, Which is really saying something, because I, admittedly, I am something of a w- bookworm and have been my entire life, like staying up late at night, reading, losing all kinds of sleep kind of bookworm. Yeah, but since having my little person, I guess one, because I lost so much sleep when I had him, the idea of spending time and energy reading something that was not that wasn't a book I was reading to him. It just lost appeal for a very long time. But again, now that we're working on this good habit formation, I am putting in my book reading, uh, reading the books on my bookshelves. It's going on my list of good habits that I need to start working on. It may not be this year, but I'm going to figure out ways to get it in. Be it that I'm adding in my audio books or my eBooks on my phone. Um, those have been helping me, honestly. Uh, with the books that I've been reading through about boy-mom life. So it's helping somewhat. Anyway, uh, the books that Pastor Craig referenced, these books all come very well-recommended across multiple platforms and contain a wealth of wisdom on the art of healthy habit forming. I'll be sure to reference these again in the show notes so you can check them out yourselves. So in this last week, I haven't really discovered anything earth shattering, not technically, but I have been pointed back to underutilized resources once again, and I've renewed my determination to live an intentional life, to base my identity not simply on the work that I do or the products that I can create or the child that I'm raising, but on the God who made me and who I wholeheartedly serve. Okay, sometimes the particular aspect of service may take some nudging on his part. <laughs> I was not thrilled about this episode's topic when inspiration hit, but I hope that it spurs someone to take a look at their own life and habits and see where there's room for improvement. You never know. Again, all of the books, the devotional, the sermon series, this will all be referenced and listed in the show notes for this episode. I hope that you'll take the time to check them out for yourself. I haven't been as active on social media in the last couple of months, largely due to, well, my social media anxiety. Yeah, being on a public-facing platform where any and anybody can see me, it kind of freaks me out a little bit, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but I've said it. Now it's out there. You all know. Um But that said, I'm really going to work on getting myself back out there and getting myself back in the habit, which incidentally is the title of this episode. It's wonderful for me to say that at the end of the episode, right? Getting back in the habit. So not just the habit of recording my podcast, but also getting back and posting on social media so that I'm engaging with you all so you all hear from me in more than one place. And, well, I'd love to hear from you, too. I'd love to hear about your routines and healthy habits for intentional living. I can absolutely use the pointers. As always, you can find me on IG at mysisterskeeper.blog and on Facebook at Marsha Cato, My sister's Keeper. Thank you all so much for joining me today and for listening in. I can't wait to delve in some more into what the creator is leading me to day by day, week by week, and to learn and grow with you, my sisters. Thank you so much for joining us today on the My MySistersKeeper.blog podcast. My hope is that you will hear a little of your story or your sister's story in the experiences we share here, and know that you are not alone. Motherhood is fierce, life is challenging, but I believe that the Creator will give us what we each need to equip us for the task at hand. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and rate on your favorite podcast app. Let our time together inspire us to show up and connect with someone today. Let's go out and live i